Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, Season 2, We're Pregnant. If you're wondering how we got here, and you're listening to this as the first episode, boy oh boy, have I got 108 episodes for you. Uh, <clears throat> hmm, do we do the update then the business? That's the order in which it is in. So that'll be the order in which we do it. Hi everyone, we're stressed. Hello. Dory? Yes. Are you stressed? Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Look, we have a lot to do still. Seems like nothing is possible. Just feels like everything we do, there's... It just leads to more things we have to do. 
Like what? Like, we've gotten a lot done, but we have so much more to do. Well, I mean, look, we didn't ask for the windows to be replaced. No, we didn't. So that's like another thing we have to wait for. Yep. Uh, We have, you know, we still have to figure out the carpet paint situation. I think we decided today we're not doing it. Oh, we did? Yeah, I thought that was the conclusion we came to. No, I said to you, as long as those people will be able to do what they say they're going to do for the amount of money they say they're going to be doing it, Mm. Mm -hmm. then then they can replace the carpet. Right. In our rental. Yeah. (laughs) Like it just, I'm just sort of like losing steam on it, you know? Well, you know, you're tired. It's been a long day. Yeah. You've got a lot to... you got a lot to, to think about. Yeah. Uh, a lot on my mind. Yeah. We're all crawling towards this due date. Yep. So much happening between now and then, though. It's crazy. I know. It's like, I don't even, I don't even know what, to, I mean, I have, what, six weeks left of work, seven weeks, eight weeks, something like that left of work. Uh... You've got between now and then you you're going to Austin at some point. Yep. You've got uh, you know you've got a little little what do you call it? little? You've got a Forever Thirty Five Empire to maintain. Yep. You've got a, a husband who's never home during the week. This is true. You've got a husband who has a lot of his time taken up by podcasts on the weekend. Also true. But on the bright side, you have a husband who doesn't have to fly to New York every weekend. Mm-hmm. Look at this moment that we're having right now. Impossible yep. a year ago. This is the classic Jewish folktale that I love about the house who complained that his, uh, the guy who complained that his house was too small. Oh, what is it? He goes to the I think he goes to the rabbi and he, and he says, "Rabbi, my house is my house is just way too small. I have, you know, four kids and Mordecai heard rabbi whatever. and hit one one x <laughs> and I'm probably getting this a little wrong but anyway the gist of it is that the rabbi tells him to get like let's just say get like a bunch of chickens put them in your house so he does that and then he comes back and he says rabbi that just made my house more crowded and he goes get a cow put it in your house yeah. you know it goes on and on and then Eventually, he, the rabbi finally says, okay, take all those things out. And the guy comes back and says, oh, my house feels so big. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of like the Star Trek thing. It's like our baseline was not you going to New York. Right. <laughs> like our baseline was you not going to New York, but then you started going to New York. And now that you're not going to New York, it feels like you have more time, but like you kind of don't because you were already really busy anyway. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Look, <sighs> You're going to hear it, guys, all about it. I'm also saying we should probably get a cow and some chickens and bring them in the house. I don't know how Bo would feel about that. Well, it might not be Bo's decision to make. Uh, yeah, so look, we had a big... Uh, this weekend, I did a couple of pods. Did some, uh, we recorded a James Bonding audio commentary for Dr. No, available on Stitcher Premium, probably sometime in February, maybe in March. Uh, Andy and I recorded... Managed to squeeze a couple of podcasts in. Uh, 
Got to do another Patreon episode with him this week. You and I have to do another Patreon before the end of the month, which is I Thursday. I was thinking, I, I would love to just record the Patreon tonight. But we'll see how you're feeling after this. I've got a, I've got a big plan for tonight. You do? Yeah, which is to get everything out of the house. Wait, what? My plan is to get rid, like all of the stuff that's come for child. Oh, yes. I'm going to organize it into a couple of clear bins, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put it in its temporary home of the shed, oh, which that, I have made room in. That would be great. Yeah, that's my plan. Okay. I just don't want you to feel overwhelmed with everything, which you do. I do. And I get it. We yeah. got very yelly at each other this morning in the car. We did. I cried. Yes. Was it? What was it? What was the cry? Just a you stress know, cry? I think I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm hormonal. I think this pregnancy is making me cry more. Because I'm getting like things are setting me off. She cried during Black Panther last night. Everybody. <laughs> when I mean, spoiler alert, but when when Killmonger dies, it's sad. I just started thinking about you know he never had a chance. Which was the big wrong that uh, T'Challa was trying to undo I know, there. but it was very but, sad. You know what? He had become what he hated. This, this right, I know. And uh, the lesson of it was, uh, you know, we can't uh, condition these people to be terrible people and then be mad at them about being terrible people. If they had only taken him back to Wakanda in the beginning. Yeah, they probably would have been best friends. I know. I can't believe it. Although it also would have been like... Maybe it would have been a coup from the inside because he would have probably harbored resentment for his father's death. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's your true. Black Panther. Well, spoiler. and then you know, as we learned in the first aid class today, when you when you take if you've been impaled and you take something out, you're gonna you're gonna bleed out. You should leave the thing in. Remember, he takes the the knife out, the spear <laughs> yes. out, whatever it was. <sighs> Story Shafir's Black Panther <laughs> review. If you get impaled. Don't take it out. Go to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, I mean, look, you're crying. It's stressful. We're all stressed. It's I'm stressed. We're stressed. It's, it's very stressful. <sighs> I wish I had regular hours. Yeah. Or even just like, yeah, like predictable hours. Or knew when I was leaving. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... And I'd be able to be more helpful at home. Right. If you knew... You know, going into it, okay, this week I'm going to be working till eight or whatever. Like, yeah. we could at least sort of plan, plan around, around that. But no idea. No, no clue. It's very disorienting. Yeah. I mean, it's not only is it disorienting for us and at work, but it's also disorienting for uh, our loved ones. Yeah. Um, so I think just a general rule of thumb expect that I will not be home until 10. I mean that's generally how I've been operating. Yeah, and then. But we'll then see. I. But then that also sometimes annoying if I've like made plans assuming that you're not going to be around, and then you get home at like six thirty or seven. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we could have like whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Look, it's uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. And we're here, and we are, you know, still doing the podcast. At least we have this time dedicated to each other. We do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a. I couldn't even watch one of the episodes of Tidying Up last night because I started getting teared up in the in the in the cold open. 
Well, I mean, look, no one wants to watch the episode where the widow has to get rid of her husband's oh God, and dead husband's clothes. Close up of a note he wrote her. I mean, it just was like too much. Too much. <sighs> Some things are too much, and I think that right now uh, everything is too much. Mm, everything is too much. Write that down. I think that's the title of the episode. <laughs> um, I'm serious. Okay. I don't have to write it down. Okay. Well, I'll forget it. So You won't. As long as you remember. You're not even going to ask me again. You're going to know it. Mm, I don't know. I just feel personally like uh, I want more time. It's hard, you know, because the time that I have is not exactly move stuff around time right you know what i mean it's not like when i come home at 10 i can just start lifting couches it's also like you've been working all day at a demanding job that's not you want to turn your brain off yeah and i do to a point but now you know i have to there's a bunch of other stuff i have to write it's like literally feels endless Mm mm-hmm it's a weird time to have this kid, this April situation. I don't know when's good to have the kid. Yeah, I mean. Although I would say June. Sounds great. Well, I don't think he's going to stay in that long. I know. I mean, he could be like a week late. <laughs> sure. Uh, um, so, yeah, look, whatever. We, 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 we. We're yelling at each other. She was crying. We were in the car driving to a CPR first aid class for babies <laughs> and adults. And Matt threatened to drop me off. I, you know, I did not, honestly, I did not see a way in which she and I could exist in the same room with each other without us wanting to kill each other. But we managed it. <laughs> All stemming from the morning. Of me wanting breakfast, but us not having time, or me like resigned to like, it's all right, I'll just skip it. And then you not being okay with it my just, decision to it skip just breakfast. Spiraled from there. Yeah. Anyway, we went to this CPR first aid class that my friend and lawyer um, had put together. She's due like three weeks before me. And she was like, oh, have you heard of these? She was like, are you taking an infant CPR first aid class? And I was like, yeah, I've been thinking about it. I haven't signed up for anything yet. Like, I want to. And she was like, oh, there's this place that will, like, for the same price as doing it at their location, they'll send an instructor to your home if you get a group of, like, eight people together. It happened. We had eight people. And she got four pregnant ladies and their partners (laughs) together um, for this CPR first aid class taught by a, a very personable and lovely man. Cedar's uh, who's nurse. a nurse. Um, I learned a lot. Yeah, I learned a lot too. I think it was really very um, informative, and I think it was good to get refreshers on everything. Yeah, totally. Had you ever like? I I didn't know how to do infant CPR. At some point, I knew how to do adult CPR, but I don't think I would have been able to remember. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I had a first aid merit badge I earned in the Boy Scouts, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which entailed a lot of things like that and CPR dummies. But that was, again, uh, 
Right, like 20 years ago. Who knows how long ago. Yeah. Yeah, probably like 20 years ago. And they probably didn't do infant. <sighs> no, I don't think so. Um, but uh, that being said, it was just, uh, I highly recommend it to anyone who, yeah. maybe you're like out and about or your church or synagogue is like organizing a CPR class. I would take it. Yeah. It's good to have the information. Also, we, we re- learned how to do the Heimlich. Yeah. We learned how to do the self-Heimlich. Yep. Um, we learned some first aid stuff. Yeah, it was really, I think it was honestly just a, 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 a valuable morning. Yep. Uh, and we got to practice on baby, little baby dolls yeah, and with I airways. Think, <laughs> yeah, Dory and I did that, and uh, we managed to never fight again for the rest of the day. Probably because of the fact that we were surrounded by infants that needed CPR. <laughs> Dying infants. <laughs> and choking infants. Yeah. <laughs> Little uh, CPR dummies. Um, but uh, very, I was very happy that we went and glad to have gotten it out of the way. Yeah. Ordered a few first aid kits. Yep. Um, we got to get some liquid Benadryl. Sure, we gotta get some liquid Benadryl. Um, yeah. Uh, way the baby's been moving around a bit. I felt yeah, him a little bit it. the other day. I'm trying to like, because until very recently, only I could feel it. Like you couldn't really feel him if you were not me putting your hand on my stomach. But I realized you could probably start feeling him, and so I tried to be like, "You can feel him," but sometimes. Like, he'll be moving and then he'll stop. But you felt it the other day. You know what? I think he just likes to march to the beat of his own drummer. You think he's going to be a drummer? No, I think he wants to, like, do what he wants to do Mm. when he wants to do it. Yeah. Like most babies. Sounds like dad. Oh, it doesn't sound like me. (laughs) You want to do what you want to do? Well, yeah, I guess that does sound a little bit like you. But not as much. Not as much as, as his dad. Yeah. Or his brother. Yeah. Bo really cannot be bothered to not do what he wants to do, mm. which luckily is usually sleeping <laughs> as he currently is passed out somewhere. Um, so look, what week is this, honey? Uh, 28. This is the 28th week of the pregnancy. Dory's claims to be a little bit hormonal. I'm officially, officially in my third trimester. Like no matter how you measure it, I'm in my third trimester. Yeah, um, and I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with me. I went to the psychiatrist this week, and I went to therapy this week. How'd that go? Okay, you know. The psychiatrist is half an hour? Yeah. Uh, I want to, she, she's just like, how are you feeling? Yeah, how are you doing on the meds? Blah blah blah. Does she ask you about like side effects? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, yeah, therapy was good. Do that on Thursdays. Uh, what did my mother refer to him as? Counselor. Your counselor. <laughs> My mother envisions that I go in there and just complain about my family when the reality is I 
really don't mention my family ever. <laughs> Mom, I've got a lot going on now outside of my youth, so don't you worry about it. You're doing just fine. Maybe she thinks you're in psychoanalysis. Maybe. She th- I think she thinks that I'm going to someone who's making me blame her for everything. I think that's what she that thinks. That would be more psychoanalysis. I feel like that she thinks that I'm... I think she has an idea of therapy and psychology that is um, just uh, absorbed through television. Mm. The Sopranos? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I, look, I, there's so much happening. We've got a lot of baby to get ready for in the sense that we are not going to have any uh, family uh, near us. You know, there's none of these like drop the baby off with the grandparents. We're going out for date night. Right. That doesn't happen. Um, so, you know, it's going to be hard. And we're not ready. Has anyone ever, does anyone ever feel ready? Great question. Does anyone ever feel ready? I think probably not. Well, how do you not, how do you, how do you gauge whether or not you're ready? I don't know. Do you know what it is? Is I feel like it's the stress of the house that's really getting to us both. Yeah. Like, I think it's, a. I feel like outside of that, I think we can manage. But currently, it's the idea of... Although you could also say that we're just, like, projecting all of our stress and anxiety about having a kid onto the house. Like, that has become the place where we're focusing instead of anything else. Which, like, you know, you could say that the stress is going to exist no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. So, where are we kind of displacing it or placing it? Yeah. It's on the house. If it wasn't on the house, it would probably be on something else. Well, I've been like eating a lot of tiny cupcakes. The the tiny cupcake purveyor baked by Melissa is sponsoring my other podcast and they sent us a lot of tiny cupcakes and that I, I assumed and, Dory was also eating. And I'd eaten one like the other really night and, and then I went to eat another one a couple nights ago and like there were two trays and one of the trays there were like a tray of like 30 cupcakes hey hey there were maybe first of all like they're like a they're tiny they're bite size they're teaspoon size but anyway there were maybe like three or four left and i was like holy shit wait you ate you ate all the cupcakes and matt's like no i didn't you've been eating them too and i was like i had one yeah i didn't really think that I guess I just assumed she was eating whatever, half of what I was eating. <laughs> Fortunately, there's another tray. Well, there was another tray. Oh, no, you ate those too? Yeah, there's half of that tray left. I, I know. Look, I told you, I'm happy to come on and record the ad. I think they're delicious. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just like grab three and then you go, hmm, that was good. <laughs> Use code forever35. Um, anyway, uh, I have my glucose test on Tuesday, so I probably shouldn't be eating too many cupcakes Rough. right now. I'm saving us both. Yes, thank you. Um, I keep worrying that I'm going to like forget that I'm doing it and like forget to drink the drink and just like show up at the doctor and they'll be like, when did you drink the drink? And I'll be like, oh shit, I forgot. I'm sure you'll have tonight 
And tomorrow night, I'm sure you'll wake me up in the middle of the night saying, I forgot to drink the thing. Probably. Big, big move of Dory's. (sighs) Anxiety-driven dreams that are sheer panic. Yeah. I've I last week I had five five for five every night of the week work dream. Oh boy. Like literally. Wow. I was working in my dream, full day of work. That's intense. It was. It was very intense. Wow. But at least you don't have night terrors. Very true. Thank thank goodness for that. Yep. Um what else? Anything else going on with us right now? Other than this impending baby and house d- decisions we have to make? You know, these small things. Yeah. Dog trainer's coming tomorrow. In my brain, I was just like, I wish I could hire someone to come in and get rid of everything. But, like, don't bother me about it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But know what to get rid exactly. of. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could have someone crawl into my brain. <laughs> Make all the decisions for me and physically do it. Like, do you know how, like, we, we, we put the recycling bin out too late this week. So now I have a truck full recycling bin that has no room for anything. And I have no idea what to do with these cardboard boxes. Yeah, it's a problem. It genuinely is a problem. This was not the week to forget. (laughs) Okay. Well, usually, this is what happened. Usually the recycling comes very late. Like they come in like the late afternoon, like around four or five. And so to cut down on people going through our trash and potentially like stealing our identities and whatever, we usually take the trash out in the morning instead of taking it out like the night before. Right. And this week, for some reason, the recycling came super early. Like when I took Bo out for his walk, probably like eight. They had already come in the whole neighborhood. Both sides of the street, guys. No, and, usually... and the whole neighborhood. Like I on this every street I walked on, the recycling was empty. Usually my move is, oh no, I missed it on our side of the street. I'll just take one across. They usually do the, the other side of the street later, after. Yeah. But uh, I did not have that move available to me this week. Yeah. So that was weird. <sighs> it was like they came in the middle of the night or something. Everything's everyone's against us. No, even not. the LADPW is against us. DWP. Whatever. I don't think everyone... It's not us against the world, honey. It feels like it sometimes. I know. Hoy. Hoy vavoy. Hoy vavoy is right, so... Um, here's a thing that happened. So, very kindly, many uh, eggheads have been sending us stuff off our registry. Yeah, which is cuckoo. Um, Bananas, thank you. Very, yes. Very appreciated and unnecessary. Um... We, but once someone sent us, and I don't know if it was an egghead, but we got a book that was addressed to both of us, which is usually a sign that it's a registry gift, a book we did not register for, and there was no gift receipt and no note, but it was from Amazon. So if you sent us that book, please let me know. Do we tell anyone the title of it? No, the because if oh, they send it to us, you, they'll know. That's how you know what yes. it is. So I, so either either someone sent us this book and just didn't include a note. Reveal yourself. Or Amazon like picked from the wrong box in the warehouse and, and sent us a book when they meant to send us like a nasal aspirator. Yeah. Well, wouldn't the note have been in there? Yes. Good point. You know what I mean? 
Yes, I do. So let us know. I, I don't, uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't figure it out. It's a mystery. It is a mystery that we are hoping to solve with the help of you guys. Yep. Uh, okay. That being said, we're going to jump into some business and then we'll hurdle towards the break. Okay. So you guys know the drill. Please leave your Apple podcast reviews. You can join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. We also have a website. It's excellentadventure.com. And if you want more podcasts to a month from us, go to patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Our Twitter is at excellentpod. And our email is dorianmatt at gmail and matt and doria gmail. So if you forget which one to go to, you just pick one order of our names and there it is. Phone number is 413-461-BABY. Okay, that's out of the way. We've got a big email coming from Anonymous. But first, a word from the people kind enough to sponsor the show. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombus just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like 
you know, the stripes on the top of it. It's like, well, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those two. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. We're back. Hello. How would you feel about some emails, honey? Oh, I'd feel good about that. It'd be nice to get out of our own bummerness and... Let's hear some of our audience's bummerness. Well, except the first emails. Well, you'll you'll see. Okay, okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Hi, this is the resident podcast personal chef writing in again. I'm not sure whether you remember me since the last time I wrote him was well over a year ago. I noticed you all haven't spoken much about Dory's pregnancy symptoms and experiences so far and that she was sick the first trimester. I'm new. Besides the fact that she was so sick. What did I say? You said like in the fact or something like that. <laughs> well, I'm newly pregnant, eight weeks. Congratulations. Which is crazy because when I first started listening to the podcast a few years ago, I had no plans on becoming a mother anytime soon. If you're open to sharing, uh, if you're open to sharing, have you had any food aversions and or cravings? Has your hair gotten thicker or more luscious? Well, I'm going to knock these out one at a time. Uh, Dory. Yes. Have you had any food aversions and or cravings? Um, I had food aversions the first trimester. I was aver- I was averse to most food. You also couldn't drink water. I also couldn't drink plain water. Um, I haven't really had cravings per se. Um, I've wanted to eat more ice cream, but... No, I haven't really had cravings. And I, I currently don't have food aversions. Currently no food aversions to speak for. Correct. That, you know, you, I bet there's something that could swing by and you'd be like, no, thanks. That you may be used to eat. Mm, can't think of anything, but okay. perhaps. So far, no food aversions in, in the third trimester. Second and third trimester. Mm-hmm. But the first one was really, she was bad. I was bad. Real bad. Like, the fact that she couldn't drink water was just crazy to me. Yeah, it really made me throw up. You know, I was listening to uh, Proof, the new podcast from America's Test Kitchen, and mm-hmm. uh, Bridget was talking about how uh, she drank so much water during her pregnancy, like a fish. Well, I'm drinking a lot of water now. Well, yeah, but she was also, because she was talking to someone who uh, whose mother couldn't drink water during the pregnancy. Ah, okay. So, it's not the first time I've heard about that this week. <laughs> uh, uh. Drank a lot of a lot of seltzer, a lot of liquid IV, Gatorade. Get those electrolytes. Yeah. Got to hydrate you and the baby. Mm-hmm. Next question from Anonymous. Has your hair gotten thicker or more luscious? I'm going to say no. I have pretty thin hair and I don't. You don't think it's thicker? It might be a little thicker. I'm, I'm just like. I, know, I, I think it, your hair looks great. Oh, thank you. It's probably all going to fall out postpartum. You know that hair, women's hair falls out after they have babies. What? Yep. How so? They just start losing hair. In clumps? Yes. Or just like all of it goes? No, in clumps. All right. So you lose a couple so, clumps. You'll grow hmm. them back. But I have noticed that my nails have gotten, have really strengthened. And I feel like my skin has been good. 
Good scan and good nails. Okay, that's two. That's two. That's two. Uh, what do you call it? Bonuses, pluses. Sure. Some things. Yeah. Uh, next up, I'm going to ask you the following question: What was it like when you first felt the baby kick? So, when you first start feeling the baby move, it feels more just like, like some people describe it as a flutter. It does just feel like something sort of like moving around in there, but you can tell that it's not like a bowel movement. <laughs> like it feels different. Uh huh. It's hard to describe, but now I'm starting to feel what feel more like actual kicks and not just like moving. Like he's being a real jerk. Just like it's not painful kicks yet. You. It's not painful kicks yet, but it feels more like he's, he's kicking. Yeah. Um, and you feel it more when you're like relaxed and lying down. That makes sense. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Cause there's nothing else, you know, it's like hearing something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you really get your energy back the second trimester? Yes. <laughs> Dory says, yes. <laughs> Have you bought maternity clothes or just gone up in sizes? Um, a little bit of both. I bought some, I found that pants are tough to just go up in size. Like maternity, you, you kind of, in my opinion, you need like maternity leggings, maternity uh, jeans are nice to have. Um, for shirts, I have a mix of some maternity stuff and some stuff that I just bought a little bigger. The thing is like, I've especially as you get bigger, I think you want stuff that's longer, shirts that are longer. And like a lot of times prior to getting pregnant, I wasn't like, I didn't usually wear long shirts but you're not going to wear anything that is like even remotely cropped when you're pregnant. Right. Um, you're essentially dressing like me. I'm dressing like Matt. Yeah. He says, I can't wear anything cropped. You know, wouldn't be good, but I haven't worn any baseball shirts. Not yet. You should, um, you should just throw one of these on. You'd probably be like, this is so comfortable. I might be. Um, so yes, yeah, so it's been a little bit. Of, I've got of them all in one uh, organized container. Oh yes, you do. In my closet. Thanks Marie Kondo. Because they, so many of them spark joy for me. <laughs> uh, and she says, thank you. Well, you're welcome. And congratulations. Uh, Dory. Yes. I hear there's a voicemail there you'd like to is. play. is. Here we go. Hey, Matt and Dory. This is Anonymous. Um, <clears throat> I have been a listener since the very, very beginning. I'm going back... Uh, before that, and after however many episodes it's been and multiple years, I do know that, um, I figure, what the heck, it might be time to call you guys to perhaps send out um, a hormone signal. Hormone so signal. We'll that. Um, my wife and I have a couple of kids. Our oldest is seven. Uh, youngest is five. And my wife had... Um, with both of our children been suffering from or had suffered from uh, postpartum. In one case, extremely, um, it was extremely difficult for her, or I should say time-consuming. I can't imagine that any length is simple. Um, and it has been something that has, a, has had a continuing impact with her um, to a lesser extent and transitioning into depression and anxiety symptoms. Um, obviously long past what I think would be technically referred to as um, postpartum. So she has since been diagnosed with PMDD, and I, I'm feeling a little bit lost with this because I know she is as well. She's gone through 
um, different types of birth control or progesterone treatments and um, Zoloft or antidepressants. And um, her uh, gynecologist is giving her a hard time. Well, I don't know giving her a hard time is a proper way of putting it, but is perhaps reaching the end of their rope as to how treatment should progress. Um, there have been some things that my wife has described as um, the edge being taken off, uh, but nothing more than that in regard to PMDD symptoms being managed. Um, it's having an impact on our relationship. Uh, my wife has, through all of this, been able to um, be a fantastic mother. There's nothing that's been questioning that. No one who would question that or be able to. But at this point, it's something that um, we're trying to find a resolution for our relationship as well. I think the easy answer is couples therapy, um, and that is something that I've been trying to broach with her. But it's difficult to it's difficult to have her accept that. So. I'm curious if anyone has any resources, perhaps traditional or um, non, that uh, might be something we can look at for PMDD and helping a relationship and um, just maintaining health of a person. So thank you very much. Um, just keep it going, guys, as long as you can yeah. and uh, not a second longer. Bye-bye. Um, so for people who don't know what PMDD is, it is premenstrual dysphoric disorder, a severe form of PMS that includes physical and behavioral symptoms that usually resolve with the onset of menstruation. Um, anonymous, you mentioned that your wife had been talking about this with her OB, but you did not mention whether she has gone to a psychiatrist to discuss this. I think that might be the next step because PMDD can be managed with drugs. I th yeah don't know if you type PMDD wrong into Google, it comes up with Puff Daddy. <laughs> I was like, why are you Googling Sean Combs? <laughs> uh, I think before couples therapy, I think that it should she should think about therapy therapy, regular person, regular single one person therapy. What do you call it? Just therapy. Therapy. <laughs> um, uh, just as a, as a sort of way, I think that the idea couples therapy can be scary to people. Um, oh no! It's the, at this point we need couples therapy, but therapy, individual therapy, at least in my instance, I didn't find nearly as uh, threatening or concerned. I was like, oh well, sure. So that might be one sort of place to start uh and also you got to frame it to her as this is for her more than anybody it's not uh you just she needs a place to talk unfettered uh, about what's happening with her and she needs to do that with a professional at the very least yeah. Maybe a rabbi. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I would start there. And also the signal's gone out. So we will boost that signal and uh, hopefully have some more information for you. Yeah, good luck. I'd like a follow-up if possible at any point in your uh, journey there. So thank you, Anonymous. 
This next email is from Annalise. Hi, Matt and Dory. Congratulations again on your pregnancy. We're also excited to celebrate with you from afar. I want to make a suggestion for something you might find really handy after How baby is dare here. You. Go ahead. Oh my God. You're so rude. It's called a Milky's Milk Saver. I love the name of it. I stumbled across it when I had my first baby, and I use it almost daily with my second baby now. It's my go to shower gift for people off registry usually because no one knows about it, so they don't register for it. You put it in your nursing bra on the side you are not nursing your baby on, and it catches all the milk that would otherwise leak into your nursing pad. A lot of people don't know that when you are nursing, you'll leak on the side you are not feeding from, and that milk is otherwise wasted. I definitely recommend this to every new mom. You'll leak on the side you're not nursing on. Yep. Huh. They don't pay me for advertising, but they should. And I've only heard good things from other moms about it. In addition to my own great experience, I would buy you one and send it to you. But I do not have an ad- address. Why is in your part? And since it's not in your registry, I can't have it go to your saved private address. Anyway, love the podcast. Hope you have a smooth third trimester. And Elise, I have added it. Wait a second. So how would that book get to us? If someone, I've figured this out, if someone buys other things from your registry and they add something else on, I think it will all go to the address on the registry. Oh, so let's ask the following question to our eggheads out there. Did you accidentally also try to order a book for yourself? Oh, and send it to us. And it accidentally came to us. Great thinking. Because if that's the case, we're, we'll let's send, it, send it right back to yeah. you. And uh, you're like, huh, I never got that book. Boy, what if we're solving everything right now? Because uh, someone whose name rhymes with fudge sent us something that was not on our registry for about. Which is amazing. Aaron Gudge sent us a bandana that says Big Brother. The Gudge. The Gudge sent us. (laughs) We made him wear it yesterday. He He slept in it. He slept in it. Um, so that's, that's, that's going on. And I was like, oh, that must've been how it got to us. Oh no. What if she meant to that? Give that to herself. Oh no. People stop accidentally (laughs) adding things to your cart. Uh, um, should we take another quick break? Uh, how quick could the break be? Who knows? Find out. All right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Support for today's show comes from Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well and uh, affordable easy with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle, including paleo, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, Mediterranean, heart smart, lean and clean, keto, gluten free and omnivore. Enjoy clean ingredients you can trust, seasonally sourced for peak freshness and delivered right to your door in said season recipes are quick and easy there's step-by-step instructions chef tips and photos to guide you along you can even switch up your plan whenever you're ready to try a new way to eat say one week you're like "Mm, this lean and clean was good but 
what are the Mediterraneans up to? Switch it. <laughs> Boom. Green Chef is there. Uh, we uh, had Green Chef this week. We did the paleo menu. Boom. Paleo. Let's try it. Yeah. And then guess what? Paleo arrived. There was a really good um, chicken with like an apricot sauce. And there was a chorizo cauliflower rice bowl. That was very good. Chorizo is hard to get right. And uh, Green Chef. Well, it was like pork. It was pork with chorizo flavoring. Well, it's hard to get right. Yeah, it was very good. And Green Chef. Mm -hmm. Way to go. Yeah. Do you want to be like us? Do you want to try some Green Chef? (laughs) Well, have I got a deal for you. You can get $50 off your first box of Green Chef. Go to greenchef.us slash adventure. That's greenchef.us slash adventure for $50 off your first box of Green Chef. Today's episode is also brought to you by Daily Harvest. Honey, did you know that New Year's resolutions don't usually stick? I'm looking at one that didn't right now. Oh, dear. Focusing on your health isn't easy. It's not always fun. But now you can eat fruits and vegetables every day without even trying, thanks to Daily Harvest. Choose from more than 50 ready-to-blend smoothies, savory harvest bowls, soups, and breakfast bowls from Daily Harvest. Each single-serving cup comes ready to blend or heat in five minutes max. Just add water or milk to a smoothie or heat up a harvest bowl. Daily Harvest ingredients are all carefully sourced for maximum nourishment and flavor. You can actually see ingredients when you open the cup. And everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat. Daily Harvest is the easiest, fastest, most delicious way to load up on fruits and vegetables and to make a healthy heat eating habit stick. Um, that Vitamix that we have got a real workout, gets a real workout when I'm, when I'm on Daily Harvest. Um, they have this delicious strawberry smoothie. I make it with, you know, they say you can make it with almond milk. I make it with whole milk. Well, you know, it's nice that it's all just ready to go. In a, exactly. In a, like I'm not chopping things up. I'm not. No, it's just all there for getting you. Bags of this and that and the other thing. Yeah. You just pop that cup into the um, Vitamix or on the stove. If it's something like they have this like pad thai that's vegan. I know, it's very good. Anyway, go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code adventure to get three cups free in your first box. That's promo code adventure for three free daily harvest cups at daily-harvest.com daily-harvest.com. All right, we're back. Dory. Yes. You know what I've learned? What have you learned? I've learned that there are a lot of great places that will send food to your door. Yeah, that's true. We are in truly the future. We're in the golden age. We're in of... the golden age of not having to go to a grocery store. <laughs> so true. Or a restaurant. Welcome to the golden age, everybody. Uh, so, look, I'm going to read an email now from uh, Moni. I think it's Moni. Hmm. Okay. Like Moni Love. I thought it was like Monica that became a nickname at some oh, point in their life and it became Moni. Maybe. So Moni or Moni, please let us know who was right because if it was me, I'd appreciate that. And if it was Dory, she needs a win. Hi, friends. <laughs> Love wow. the pod as always. Wow. Faithful Forever 35 listener as well. Thanks, Dory. You and Kate are getting me through those mid to late 30s with laughter and joy. Aww. You know, I'm in my mid-30s. Should I be forever 35-ing? Yes. That's me, not the email. Uh, Two things I wanted to write in about. (sighs) Something silly, but really 
special to do right now is take videos of the house as well as photos. So someday you can show your son where he, uh, so your son can see where he was born. It's something you don't think of, but documenting this getting ready stage. Oh God, our getting ready stage can be cool for him down the road when he gets curious about those days. My daughter is five and loves to hear about and see where we lived when she was born. That's interesting. I guess I'd like to see what our house was like before the second floor edition went on when I, you know, as, mm. a, as a child. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know if I was born before the second floor happened. Part of me thinks I was. My mother would know. Mom, sure, she'll tell you. She'll text me. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Something I don't think uh, some listeners get at this stage is that while they give advice out of kindness, you two are much better off talking to family and friends. Not only are these folks more likely to know your situation, living and working better, but you two have waited a long damn time to get to talk all things pregnancies and kids with these people who love you and whom you trust. Uh, while crowdsourcing info on some things is handy, the intimacy of getting to talk to some about some of these things face-to-face uh, with longtime friends is impeccable. I wish we had longtime friends who cared about us, but we don't. What, uh, what are you, thank ta- you again. What are you talking what? about? We don't have longtime friends who care about us? That have babies? Yes. We, mean, we know a lot of people who we've been who friends can with I for talk a to long face time. To face? I was saying, like, you could talk to John. You face could FaceTime face. him. That's not face to face. She didn't say face to face. What? Did I add that? Yes. Oh, I'm really sensitive about being alone out here. I see that. (laughs) Someone come help us. (laughs) Uh, Thank you again for the pod. We're all so happy for you, too. My husband is very hopeful for a future dad podcast for Matt. Look, I'm hopeful about it, too. Am I dadding this right? Breaking dad? Both names that we've been tossing around. Uh, so thank you for that Moni or Moni. There's a follow-up voicemail in the hopper. Here we go. Hi, Matt, Dory, and Bo. This is Jenna from North Carolina, originally from Kalamazoo, home of Gibson Guitars, <laughs> also home to Yellow Taxi Cab and Bell's Brewery. It's an amazing place, but it's like negative 20 there today, so that's why I'm Jenna from North Carolina. I live in the suburbs of Raleigh-Durham in about 2,700 square feet, which is luxurious compared to L.A., Um, and we have our one toddler donor egg baby. I am calling to defend the advice that I gave a couple of weeks ago, Um, not really defend it, but... So many people have called in and said that my advice was terrible, and I think everyone was missing the point. I, first of all, agree with what everyone is saying. You absolutely don't have to enjoy every moment, because there are, as Karen so beautifully described, negative 10 moments, and they are awful, and you don't sleep, and you cry, and the baby cries, and it's just a horrible, horrible, horrible thing sometimes, being a parent. And I think my first part, the first part of my advice was that that that's okay, that the baby year is is really just terrible and just kind of give yourself um, just some peace um, in understanding that the baby year is pretty terrible. My second part of the advice 
was to enjoy every minute of it. And it wasn't really what I was saying. I wasn't saying, oh, you should be enjoying those negative 10 moments and all of the hardships and, and all of the adjustments and life-changing um, things that happen after you become a parent. That's not what I was saying. What I was trying to say was that it goes by really fast. And I think someone this week said it does get better. Um, and it does. And that's what I was trying to, to tell you all, but especially Matt, is that, you know, kind of once um, our daughter settled into more of a, a predictable nap schedule and nighttime schedule, again, you know, she's a toddler, so things are always crazy. She's teething. She's sick. You know, it's unpredictable. But at the same time, she takes this nice long nap. She usually sleeps through the night, and that's when we – you know, I was trying to tell Matt that's when my husband plays his video games. That's when I'm able to catch up on, you know, my Reese Witherspoon book club books. That's when we're actually able to clean a bathroom or, you know, clean out the refrigerator. Like, these things that you don't really have time to do in the baby year. So, absolutely, I agree with everyone. I wasn't trying to say you should enjoy every minute. I was just trying to say it goes really fast. So, enjoy what you can and and just know that it does get better um, and that your lives aren't completely over as Matt was concerned about. So take care. Um, and I just so enjoy listening to the podcast. Thanks for all that the two of you do. Good luck. Uh, I like this beef that you have with Karen right now. <laughs> I really like it. Kalamazoo, Celery City. Did you know that, honey? I did not. Celery was very popular in Victorian uh, times. And pretty much up through the early uh, 10s and 20s. Well, you know, it's having a, a renaissance right now. It was on every table. The Victorians had cut crystal uh, vases that were celery vases. Really? Yes. And Kalamazoo was the place to get your celery. Wow. At no Thanksgiving table was complete without celery in the middle of it. That would just be taken and eaten. Because it was like a digestive? It was just like celery. At one point on the, in the New York Athletic Club, the menu, uh, celery was 35 cents. Caviar, 25 cents. What? Losing your mind, right? Yeah. Find out this and more facts on proof. <laughs> the America's Test Kitchen <laughs> radio like, how, show about... How do you know I listened to 35 minutes about celery. Wow. So... You know who hates celery? Who? Kate Spencer. Uh... Kate would not enjoy this episode. Probably not. You know, celery is very popular right now. A lot of people are drinking celery juice. It's big I, on Instagram. Look, celery is making a comeback. I'm excited about it. Celery is having a moment, as magazines like to say. But uh, look, I'm looking forward to the sleeping through the night situation when I will be able to uh, have a video game. <laughs> I'm going to play another voicemail. I'm going to listen to one. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Michelle from Virginia. And I love your podcast. I love listening to it. I actually started listening to it um, right before I um, got pregnant naturally. Um, surprisingly enough, after six miscarriages, we had our amazing little um, rainbow baby. But... um I'll tell you, there are days like today when uh, my my daughter touched my face at 3.30 in the morning and just whispered pee because she had peed through her uh, diaper, through her PJs, through my sheets, 
so some days it's frustrating. And then she laughs, and it's the greatest sound on the planet. Um, so, like, like I'm sure you've heard before, some days are better than others. Um, also, as far as postpartum depression goes, I actually did all right, but my husband had awful depression and had a huge mental breakdown. Um, sort of the um, responsibility of it and the attention off of him um, and That's everything drives me. just sort of all compounds. Crazy. And you have to, have to, have to think about um, yourself. And if you don't, it, it turns it can turn bad pretty quickly. Um, also, dealing with your size issues, um, my husband, my 21-month-old daughter, myself, and our 50-pound dog live in a 35-foot RV. So anything is possible. Mm. I always said I would never co-sleep, but uh, I like to sleep, and that was the only way it was ever going to happen. And now we all go to sleep in our tiny little bed. Um, but we're happy. We're it's healthy. also kind of impossible not to go sleep in a 35-foot RV. The little nugget is just an amazing... It's amazing to watch them grow into little humans. So I wish you the very, very best of luck. Also, with breastfeeding, don't get overwhelmed. You're going to get overwhelmed. Try not to. Take deep breaths. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Breast pumps are amazing things. I've actually pumped exclusively for my daughter for 15 months, and it was rough, but it was worth it, I think. Um, so, love you guys, and I just can't wait to keep listening, um, and hope the very, very best for you. Take care. Thank you for that. Uh... So, when she said her daughter had peed... That meant the daughter had peed in their shared bed. Well, that look, I appreciate her coming over to her and saying such a thing. <laughs> True. And not you sleeping in it all night. Fair. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I say that the idea right now of the attention being taken off me and put on the baby, that con- conceptually sounds like crazy to me. Let's fast forward to nine months into this next you know into this year and then i'm complaining about that very thing <laughs> it'll be amazing and not surprising you heard it here first but also like i don't know i feel like a guy who uh likes not having attention <laughs> do you know what i mean mm-hmm. look i just want to be liked by everybody and left alone <laughs> <laughs> is that so wrong is that so hard, is that so hard to understand <laughs> everyone needs to like me and leave me alone <laughs> um yeah but you know she is not the first person to bring up kind of being aware of postpartum depression in in male partners yeah I, or partners know, in general I, i'm aware of it and i'm a little uh weary of it a little worried about it fear it a bit um but yeah (sighs) lot to lot to lot to process what was the name of the podcast i was supposed to write down i don't remember (laughs) everything is too much 
I don't know. That the sounds guy. I don't right. think that was it. Was that it? I think so. You'll know if I was right or not. You listeners at home. Uh, I told you I would forget it, though. Yeah, but I thought for sure you wouldn't, and then here I am forgetting it. <laughs> uh, I've got a million pens and a thousand post-its, yeah. and I couldn't write it down. Nope. All right, this is from Amber. Hello, Mountain Dory. I don't have any advice, critique, or anything about the idea of trying to talk to baby rationally. <laughs> However, I never used the baby voice when my son was a baby. It just isn't me. As he got old... <clears throat> Want me to take over? Honey? Yeah. Uh, do you want me to t- turn your cough mic on? Do you want to like, what do you want to do here? I feel like I have a little pregnancy indigestion. A little frog in the throat there. I'll just turn you all the way down. And it's just a mat show. She can't say a thing. She's so annoying everybody. The way she's always acting pregnant. What if you faked this pregnancy? She can't even respond to this. This is very funny to me. <laughs> Uh, she is uh, she's a wonderful lady I'm very lucky to have found her however I feel bad for her because she's stuck with me um, okay <sighs> I don't have any advice or critique or anything about the idea of trying to talk to the baby irrationally however I never used the baby voice with my son it just wasn't me as he got older though he was a surprisingly eloquent speaker he did go through a dump truck dumb fuck stage of course <laughs> Uh, But he grew out of that quickly, and I've always thought that the lack of a baby talk being thrown at him helped him learn to enunciate better than a lot of other kids his age. Yes, I agree with this, Amber. Amber, you get me. Uh, Sorry for the unsolicited advice, Dory, and I know it's not what Matt is thinking about, uh, thinking, but I'll call it a perk. Anyway, love the show. Look forward to whatever happens next. Thank you for your contributions and making it more comfortable for so many of us to start to open up about our struggles. Welcome back, Dory. Oh, th- oh, 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 hello. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, you know, it's always, I f- do, I find it, I find babies that speak eloquently off-putting, but I also really like babies that enunciate. And talk like adults. I feel like our our nephew Sam was speaking in complete sentences when he was like a year and a half. Yeah. He was always like very articulate. When he wasn't running by you. Naked. Naked. Mm. Screaming. Yeah. Like he's he's constantly in his own Lord of the Flies. Yes. <laughs> like against himself. Yeah. <laughs> it's an island of one. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, and he is in charge of it. <laughs> Uh, but he speaks very well. <laughs> sure. I um Yeah, I think, you know, look, if Dory will just uh, give the kid the reading bug she had and I give the kid the deep knowledge of 40s and 50s comedy. <laughs> He'll be unstoppable. He'll be unstoppable in a world that doesn't need him. <sighs> He'll start a podcast. Guaranteed. On his own. I'll be like, here's how you do it. Go ahead. He'll be like three. <laughs> <laughs> He'll like bring it into his daycare. And, hey, everyone, check out my podcast. He'll start like interviewing his classmates. <laughs> Dad, I need another mic. All right. (laughs) 
I do have to get another mic, actually, now that you say that. Uh, so, now we're on to Jessica. Correct? Yeah. Uh, just following up to answer your question about what a trendy name is. First, I would like to define a classic name that's been around for a long time, like William or Matthew, or names from the Bible, like Luke and John. These are names, sorry, honey, from our Bible. <laughs> uh, these names have been around for a long time and aren't going away uh, anytime soon. So a trendy name would be the opposite of that. Something that becomes popular for a short period of time. For example, my name, Jessica, took a sharp peak in popularity around 82, 88. Was that because baby Jessica got trapped in a well? Jessica was popular before 82. Like, I I was born in 77. Dory. A ton of Jessica's my age. Dory. Yes. Her name is Jessica. She's the podcast authority on Jessica's. Please don't dispute. Oh Jessica. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Uh, when you meet a Jessica today, you can almost guarantee she's between 30 and 35. Uh, so, for example, now I would consider some trendy names to be Liam, Mason, and Jackson with an X. The last category of names is unique names. For example, Dory. That's you, honey. Yep. My husband and I had a long, had a really hard time picking a name. I would have loved to have 15 possibilities like you and Dory do, but we only had three that we both agreed on. Here are some things we helped, uh, we did that helped narrow down those three. Tape the names to the bathroom mirror and see what name you gravitate to. Write it down in your journal like a lovesick teenager. Say the names out loud. Felt really weird to say them out loud, but it really helped to say the full name like a roll call in school and say the name sweetly, then say it as if you were yelling at them because they were in trouble. <laughs> Some of the names started to feel more natural than others using that method. Good luck narrowing it down, picking the baby. Name is definitely a big responsibility. I have very old names. Matthew Paul. Yep. Dory has a very Dory name. Very popular in French chain bakeries. <laughs> yeah we are we have not talked about names uh in the last since we last talked to you guys about it we did, uh, honestly i don't know when we'll pick it i don't know that we're even done looking so we'll the, try to the keep right you guys could like walk through the door up to, up to date right name could Oh my God, it's Zeppo. Yep. Oh, Zeppo. Dory wanted, <laughs> really wanted, was pushing me for Zeppo. <laughs> I thought it was so cute. Jessica, please write in. Tell me what you think of Zeppo. You, you already vetoed it. Hey, it's hang fine. on. Look, Jessica could convince me otherwise. Zeppo Myra. Zeppo! I'm trying what she said. Uh, Zeppo Myra. Oh, Zeppo. Zeppo. Mm, don't care for it. Do you find it rolling off the tongue? No. Zeppo Myra? That's so cute. Zeppo. I mean, we'd need a middle name. I don't have a middle name. I, I know you don't, but I, at least let me have that. <laughs> Jesus. He's getting your last name. Uh-huh. Let's continue to talk about it. And well, it's not like he's getting a name that you... He's getting aren't. a middle name. I'm not opposed to a middle name. I'm just pointing out it's not like you don't have any say in this process. I Look, I don't have any say in other parts of him. 
Mm-hmm. So. Okay. <laughs> can at least give him a middle name. All right. We haven't even talked about middle names. Zeppo, I assumed that middle name would come out of our list of names. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought we weren't. I mean, we could call him George Ringo Myra. Ringo's not on our list. Not yet. <laughs> John Paul Myra. George Ringo Myra. We should have twins. Too late. What if we had what if we had quadruplets and named them John Paul, George, and Ringo? I'm sure someone's thought of that. I'm sure someone's done it. Anyway, that's enough time for us. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you everyone for writing in. Don't forget, email us. Story Matt at Gmail, Matt and Gmail. Matt and Matt and Dor- Dory and Matt at Gmail. Or Matt and Dory at Gmail. 413-461-BABY if you want to leave a voicemail. Seems to be a lot of people are choosing the voicemail right, route, which we love. We do love that. We love being able to hear you guys and talk oh, to Oh, wait. You. Sorry. We, there was a one more voicemail. Okay. Oh, wait. No, there were two more voicemails. Oh, my God. I forgot to put them on the, on the thing. I'm okay. sorry. All right. I'm just going by your rundown. I know. I know. I messed up. Here we go. Hi, Dory and Matt. This is Katie Shinden. Wow, I called Forever 35 this week, too. Crazy. Just had to pause the podcast as you were she talking about like your sister. the Rye classes. Um, I have been just uh, dreaming about the day that you might be able to bring your little guy when he's old enough to um, one of my kinder music classes. Because I teach infant and parent classes. Um, I'm mostly in Ventura, but I do go to Newbury Park on Fridays, and I know that's not really close to you, but it's closer to Ventura. Or that's maybe if Oaks. you're that on a road very trip far sometime, from going for a breakfast burrito in Carpinteria. Matt, I think that's the place you said you like yes. breakfast burritos. In a liquor store. Um, you can swing by Ventura on a Saturday. Anyway, like I said, Ventura's just a little nice. pipe dream of mine to um, have you guys come to a kinder music baby class in the future. Um, when your little guy's older, we do start around four months also, just like Rye. Ooh. And just like you were talking about um, with the Rye class, super awesome parent-child thing to do together, especially on the weekends when uh, the working through the week grown-ups are more available. Anyways, love you guys. Love the podcast. My IVF babies are teenagers now. Oh, my goodness. And um, just wanted to say that. And uh, thanks for everything. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. I don't think we're going to be making it up to your kindergarten. <laughs> you never know. Class. We could get in the car one morning and wind up in Ventura. Seems unlikely. We've done it. With a with a child? We haven't done it with a child. But who knows? Maybe he's like, I'll only sleep when we're in the car. But a kinder music class sounds like a fun thing that our child might enjoy. I'll let him kinder music his heart out here yeah. with all these guitars. Exactly. Um, all right, one last voicemail. Sorry. I wonder if I'll have to like take the really expensive ones and put them up. Yep. They're not as sturdy. I mean, they're sturdier than the other ones, though. Well, he's going to want to get into everything. That's my boy. Zeppo. <laughs> Zeppo, don't touch the guitars. No, I hate it. It's terrible. <laughs> Are you liking what you're saying? No, we already uh, ruled this I know, out. But this I'm is just a saying joke. It's... Okay, here we go. What's up, everyone? This is AJ. Just kidding. But thank you to Matt for teaching me about Someday the food blog. It is the perfect thing to watch when I'm turning off my brain. <laughs> I, um, I have a question 
about Universal Studios. Do you guys go there? I'm going for the first time to Harry Potter World, and I need to know if mm-hmm. that has any hot tips. I'm not bringing my children. I have a seven-month-old and a three-year-old, and I'm not interested in them ruining my first time <laughs> in Harry Potter World. But we'll probably try to do Disney with the three-year-old later in the year. Anyway, thanks for the tips. Thanks for the podcast. And thanks for all the commentary about terrible YouTube channels. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Uh yeah, look, I Universal. I you know, we didn't go last time we were in there in 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 Orlando, but we went the time before that with John and Shannon and that was like probably the best day of the trip. Yeah. Probably because we left their kids at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> with their grandparents. With their grandparents. And uh we went the four of us went. She doesn't say if she's going to Florida or California though. Okay. I hope you're going to Florida. The California one's not nearly as cool. It's pretty cool, but it's not nearly as cool. Uh, but if you're... Here's my biggest advice for Universal Studios. Always, always, always. If you can save afford Save your pennies. <laughs> Pinch those pennies yeah. in the time leading up to that trip. I want you to like set aside $5 a week if you can. Because you are going to want to spring for the front of the line passes. It's the best thing about Universal. It's like you're stealing entertainment. It's it's the best. It's it's so much more enjoyable because you can go on. I don't think. I mean, what's the longest we waited? Fifteen minutes, maybe for any ride. Also, the day we went wasn't even that crowded in the park, which helped. Yeah, certainly. But, um, you know, you could, like, in Harry Potter World especially, like, people wait, like, two hours to get on those rides. Did we go on both of them? No, we didn't go on. No, we did, and I got sick. You got sick on the coaster with the 3D, no, right? It's not, well, it's not a, that's not a coaster. The flying, the flying one is not a coaster. Oh, it isn't? No, there's a, ro- there's a separate roller coaster. No, we didn't ride the roller coaster. That's I, not... rode the, I rode the roller coaster at the one in L.A. Point is... Front of the line pass is worth its weight in gold. Yes. Um, actually, the physical front of the line pass probably costs more than its weight in gold. <laughs> if you were to actually equate the two. Good point. <laughs> but it is worth it. It's like having it's like having a, uh, a plaid plaid vest uh, guide at Disneyland um, without any information. Yeah. Meaning you can get to the front of the line of things. Of things, it's 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 life changing. It's great. That's my number one recommendation. Food wise, down there, look, save some time, save some space for some butter beer. Enjoy some bizarre uh, jelly beans. If you want to learn about jelly beans, there's a nice two part episode of Proof <laughs> called Bean Boozled. <laughs> and uh, yeah, overall, very excited for you to be going there. Thank you for your voicemail. See? Leave a voicemail. They're nice. Yep. Uh, That's it for the show, guys. You can still support us on Patreon. Get two episodes uh, per month. Extra, extra sodes. Patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Big thank you to all the Patreon people. We are uh, reading names on the podcast as a a little thank you to people who are at the $5 level or above every month. Um, It's pretty great. Head over. Find out what's going on. Get in with the cool kids. Uh, so, here we go. Uh, Karen Labrie. 
Catherine Little. Or Corrine LeBrie, have we decided? Kareen. Uh, Kathleen Gilchrist. Katie Combs Pritchard. Katie Hobbs. Katie Joyner. Katie McKenzie. Carrie L. Kimberly Miller. Laura Bennett. Lauren Kay. Lauren Schultz. Lindsay McDonough. Lisa in West Virginia. M. Upcher. Madeline Deathliffs. Maggie Scow. Mara Fass. Mara. Married, sorry. Maria Bishop. Uh, Mary M. Mary Messick. I think I follow Maria Bishop on Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Mary Messick. I said Mary I know Messick. you did. I wanted to say it again. Okay. Melanie Bronbeck. Melissa. Melissa Garcia. Michelle Chudzinski. Uh... Nancy Olson. Naomi Nixon. Uh, Nicole Hawksprung. Nicole Mustafa. Olga uh, Zilstra. Rebecca Dowson. Rebecca Tran. Rob Bine. Samantha. Sarah Lauer. Sasha B. Satish Pillalamari. Savannah Fox. Shanna Mandel. Sir Reginald Pennybottom. Suzanne. The Briarsons. I'm sorry. The Byersies. <laughs> Why did I say the Briarsons? Teresa Kuhn. Uh, Tiffany Stevens. Valerie Anderson. And Wendy Fick. Thank you Thank to you, you wonderful eggheads out there. We will see you again next week. Uh, if you are a Patreon listener at the $10 level, that second episode is coming. And uh, if you haven't noticed, grab the first episode of the month. It's already up. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. Baby, let's go. Baby, you go. Oh, go, go, baby, go, baby.